Hello and welcome to the GFSB Business Podcast. I'm your host, David Ragliate. If this is your first time tuning in, then thank you for doing so. I hope you enjoy listening enough to catch up on past episodes and click subscribe. If you're a regular listener, then welcome back. One of the reasons I launched this podcast was to spotlight the many sectors that operate in Gibraltar, from homegrown brands that compete on an international stage to international firms that call Gibraltar home. Our business community is as diverse as Gibraltar itself. I hope you've enjoyed the season so far, there are plenty more fantastic guests and inspiring conversations still to come. This week's guest is Matt Caldwell, the founder of one of The Rock's biggest brands, Hungry Monkey. Since its launch in 2016, this business has revolutionized the local restaurant and takeaway market and created an app so indispensable and so essential, it should come as standard on all of Gibraltar's smartphones. We don't order takeaway anymore, we order Hungry Monkey. I met Matt at the GFSB's Irish Town HQ. Right, so Matt, where are you from and what brought you to Gibraltar? Yeah, so I'll give you, give you one guess if you want, David, where I'm from. <laughs> Liverpool? Yeah, that's, that <laughs> is correct. Correct, first attempt. Um, so basically I moved to Gibraltar in 2009, looking to move to the gaming industry and that was just blossoming in Gibraltar at, at that time. I spent some time in that industry um, and then I was interested in technology anyway and, and to be honest, the idea of of Hungry Monkey was, was um, initially born in Liverpool in early 2000 actually so I set up um, something similar called Liverpool Menus actually which was just a database of menus so you could go online and, and you could type in your postcode and the menu, a PDF of the menu would come up but this was before the likes of, of Just Eat and, and Deliveroo and, and the big players really so looking back the technology wasn't available I mean the first iPhone didn't come out until I think 2007, so apps were not even heard of. So um, the tech wasn't there for me to go ahead at that time. So I parked the, the thought really in my mind, um, carried on an employment in the gaming industry, moved to Gibraltar, and then eventually got in touch with a software company in London who had the technology that I wanted, and they gave me a chance in all honesty um, they wanted a lot of money for their software, um, which I didn't have, and it just went from there. Um, David, we, 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 I got an investor, my, my investor was in the gaming industry himself, um, and he, we set up the company and his two sons were born locally. They're now the shareholders of, of the company, so they were only young at the time, um, and but now it's great because they, with the grown up a little bit, they've, they've, they're now contributing to the to the business as it is so we started with four bikes i think even less restaurants we we, we took it from there it was, it was it was it was tough going at first you know it was um one of our first orders was someone ordered one poppadon so um, i think he was literally just testing is this real is this really are they really going to deliver this poppadon and we made sure it was delivered in one piece we had to make sure it was delivered in one piece it got there in one piece. it did get there in one piece i can i can guarantee that it went from there, you know, I remember in the early days with, with Domino's was, was one of the first, but the reason what, what triggered it was the Ramsons issue, the Ramsons problem. I mean, I think everyone remembers, if you go back to 2016, the queue out the door in Ramsons, and I used to get sent as the, as the gopher in the, in the team, in the gaming industry for the, for the Ramsons, and with a big long list, and basically impossible to get right for the staff as well. 
Um, so that kind of triggered everything, and, and it was, and I think that was the main reason, really, because I had a solution to the problem, and, and I think that's what business is about: finding a solution to the problem. And the Ramsons' problem was, was, was I would say, what triggered the the birth of, of Hungry Monkey, and, and and we knew. I mean, to get a Ramsons delivered was going to be fantastic for anyone and, and, and so that's that's how it started all started really David and we've all been in that queue chicken tikka coleslaw no onion lettuce so it, it does get complicated yeah you, you did solve that yep we did it also speaks to the testament to say look in the early 2000s you had an idea the technology wasn't there so putting two and two together and having that happen must have felt good right yeah it did it did feel good and it was a mission to solve, but you know, don't forget at that time there was the restaurants were pretty hard to convince because um, you know they didn't really know about apps and technology. So um, it was a slow burn to start with, um, and and we, we just we just took it step by step. We uh, the business model that we set up was actually not like any other delivery company in in Europe because. We wanted to own the bikes. We, we believed that was, that was a good responsibility to have to own the bikes, to maintain the bikes, um, and obviously commercially insure the bikes for our drivers. I don't think that happens across Europe. Um, so we're quite proud of that. And it definitely gives us a lot of control over the, the maintenance and keeping them looking good on the road, you know, that, that's and, and obviously for the safety of the drivers as well. It's hard to imagine a Gibraltar without Hungry Monkey. <laughs> I must say, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you mentioned some of those early challenges. How did you then get uh, those restaurants on board? So there was a lot of convincing to, to be done there, but it was it was to show them the technology. And, and luckily for me, the technology that we had was uh, above and beyond anything. So it, it's a, each app within Hungry Monkey is its own dashboard. So each restaurant has their own analytics, has their own data. They're in control of managing their own app so it was that was a big part of it showing them what the potential could be here and obviously we had to go in it was it was free to set them up even though it took us a lot of time a lot of effort to to set them up with the software i had to go in with the notion of it's it's free give it a go and i think it's, it's just not it literally snowballed from 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 the first four or five lessons I mean, Domino's, Ramsons, we mentioned Ramsons, Domino's was another. Um, Pizza Getty, I think, was with Derek Montegrifo from um, Europort. He was one of the first as well. He was a great help. But I knew it had gained a little bit of traction when I had, I was sat outside Domino's um, one afternoon and there was a gang of school kids just going past Lamport Tunnel and they were talking all about Hungry Monkey. So that was... That was a, a nice little feeling as well. To you know, to hear that it's like this, this, this can work, and um, we we're just really proud of what we've done and, and for the restaurants because we are independent. We we don't have any sort of bias towards any any restaurants or, or, or clients at all. We we are there to support their business, um, and I think that's important. That actually in Gibraltar, I think the delivery company has a responsibility to to be independent. Um, and and not be a destructor of business um, and to support them, you know, because we, we love to see them succeed and, and don't get me wrong, we can we can judge when a new venue comes comes to us to join. You know, you, 
you can't help it. Sometimes you think, well, maybe that will work, maybe that won't work. But um, it's, it's irrelevant, really. We, we support them and, and we love to see it when, when they prove me or, or, or our, team, our team wrong. Going back to that moment when you recognised that, or you heard those school kids talking about Hungry Monkey and you know, mentioning your brand name, how important has that been, building a brand? Yeah, it was very important to me actually. So it very nearly wasn't called Hungry Monkey. It was right. we had um, a few names running around, and it was a, a good friend of mine actually. He it was actually going to be called. Uh, I can't even bring myself to say it. Sometimes it was Jibbles, so which was just my idea of each restaurant had its own bubble. Basically, yes, it was absolutely nuts, and and then it did came to me. It was a light bulb moment. It literally was a light bulb moment. And once I've come to that name, um, I know the name isn't everything about the business, but in this case, it was very important. It is the the perfect name, and, and I love it still to this day. You know, it, it's absolutely perfect. Um, for, for the business that we do. It seems to have a, its own personality, you know, I think a lot of your communications reflect that. Do you write them? Yes, I do, I do write a lot of them. Um, yeah, he's, he does reflect a little bit, he's a little bit cheeky, he's, um, he's lost a little bit of weight lately actually, because <laughs> the, the original monkey was a little bit on the on the big side, but um, he's lost a little bit, he's doing all those deliveries, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But he's, um, he has got his own little character and, and he's kind of evolved now, um, just like the software's evolved, because um, initially in 2016, um, the app was pretty basic, and luckily, um, it, it is nothing like what you see today. And, and people tend don't see that as well, but it is important for it to evolve. And you know, the brand was massive to me. Um, I know it's a, probably a bit of a cliche that we're passionate. You, you have to be passionate about any business. I think that you go into you, it's it's so important. And I I was hugely passionate about this industry and what I could do and I think we've raised the bar also as well with when it comes to customer service queries I mean you, you know when your Amazon delivery is late I'd say you point the finger at Amazon and it's not necessarily their fault it's be the supplier's fault so we do get a lot of sticks for that but you know that's that's what we're there for today but on the on the flip side of that and this is what we try to do with the restaurants we try to ask them to manage their own within Hungry Monkey so they, they are in charge of if they're busy in the restaurants they can increase their preparation times um, to manage customers expectations that was one of my questions actually if you think of how these apps work and we all kind of get hungry at the same time so there are yeah. real pressure points so how do you manage some of that? it is tricky at times um, Sundays seem to be a nice easier day for us on the, on the Monkey because Everyone seems to get out of bed at a different time, so it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's nice and steady, whereas your Friday night, night bottleneck it's at 7 o'clock, between 7 and 9 o'clock, it, it, it is tricky, you know, and I say everyone wants to eat at the same time. We're very lucky because we haven't got a high turnover of staff. I've got drivers there that have been there for so long, since the beginning. They're all contracted drivers, holiday pay, sick pay, the full entitlements. We love doing that. And obviously, we, we, we give them the bonuses. They get all the tips from the customers as well. So it's just all we ask is that they, they're reliable, you know. And it's, it's important because if we're five drivers down on a, on, a, on a Friday night, it really can affect our service. So um, we pay them bonuses based on attendance as well, um, which is, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that. And 
And and we've got drivers now who could probably, I'm not suggesting you do it, but they could probably do the job with their eyes closed. <laughs> the GFSB is a non-profit organisation that helps local businesses start, grow and thrive. Membership costs as little as £60 per year. Sign up now at gfsb.gi. Moving the discussion along to some of the current challenges now, Matt. Um, catering sector has been particularly hit over the last two years with COVID. How's business going now and how have you come through that? Yeah, so COVID was tricky for everyone, of course, and, and we you know, we were pushed to the forefront, so especially with the Chief Minister mentioning um, the delivery companies on, on TV to say stay at home. Um, and So we, we, our orders literally doubled overnight. Um, no one could go out, obviously, and we had probably... 50% of the driving force as well because a lot of the drivers were a bit nervous about knocking on people's doors you know we, we, no one knew anything about what was what we were facing so it was all and, and, and I, I, I did say to the drivers if some of them didn't want to come in they said look we're worried to come in um, I said it's, it's entirely up to you you know, you know if you don't want to, if you don't feel safe enough um, to come in please don't don't come in so we did struggle through that and, and there was a point where I don't think I was ever going to close. I say that, but we, we just had a responsibility because all the restaurants were asking, saying, please don't close because if you close, we've got to close and we need to keep things going. So, and it was, we got an, an email from the, from the chief minister as well. So chief, he emailed me personally and, and said, thanks for all your hard work, Matt, keep going. So obviously, um, couldn't, couldn't close after, after receiving that. When you started the business, you were kind of the first in, right? So you've got, you had the idea, the technology, uh, you launched the business. But uh, since then, there have been some more um, similar services come up. How do you manage the increased competition? Yeah, so, you know, competition, I think in anything, it's, any walk of life, it's, it's good. It's good, you know, it's, um, we, we were on our own. For a, for a long time, um, and then we we seen two other delivery companies come along at once. Um, so what we saw, you know, it, it was you doubt yourself. That's that's exactly what you do. You know, I was I was. Am I doing things the right way? Is someone going to come in and do something completely different? And it's you know, it was just very satisfying to know that you know our customers, a lot of our customers, loyal customers, and yeah, we've gone from strength to strength. So if anything. Um, the competitions helped us along. It's, it's probably woken us up a little bit. Maybe we were just floating, and 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 now, um, yeah, we've got something to play for. So it, it's 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 been healthy. It's been it's been good. It's been good for us. And and the order levels, you know, I maybe they might drop off, you know. But since the pandemic, they've come down. But I think people have got used to using the the, the monkey app through the pandemic, and 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 they like the service they got from us, and they've kept using so supermarkets for instance um, that's a big big part of our business now so you can get your supermarket shopping with, with us and so you, you don't have to move really and, and that the pandemic coming out of the pandemic that's that was the after effect of the pandemic so matt you're running a complex business right and as you say you're very hands-on you like to be there and kind of running it when you're up against it who do you turn to um, I've got a great partner in, in Erica. We've recently just been engaged and she's a part yeah, she thank you very much. And she's a big part of the business, so she's definitely helped. Um you know it's um it's a big 
it's 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 an easy motivation when you've got you know sixty staff. You know they they're relying on you to keep going, and it's 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 easy if you you you're fighting for them every day. And and as I say, we've got a fantastic team behind us. I know everyone says that, but if going back to the early days, it was. I think my my mistake was trying to do everything on my own, and, and I think you know there's a lot of businessmen who, who will say they can't, they, they'd rather do it that way. But I'm just not that good at, at everything, you know, and I'm good at certain things, and and just um, it would have been nice to find that out sooner rather than later. But we, you build the right team around you, and it's it's massive, it's massive that so. Um, and the right advice because it's just listen to people so surround yourself with, with positive people and you, you can do it you know um, you can only read one book at a time and, and, and that's how I feel is that you can't do everything and maybe I tried a little bit too much to do everything but right now where, where we're at now is just, I'm just so proud of, of all the team I've got I mean my office managers have been with us good five years now and they're as, now as passionate about the business as as I am, and they, you know, I'm still in touch with them, obviously, every day, and, you know, there might be an order, an individual order, we, we deal, we, we, we still deal with those individual complaints, of course, and massively, yeah. So how do you keep that positive culture going? You brought everyone along with you, how? Maybe it's the Scouse accent, a little bit <laughs> infectious, but um, we're customers ourselves, so we're, we're just genuine when it comes to, if a customer complains about you know, missing items. We always go back for missing items. Um, we like we like to do that, obviously, and, and obviously that's not the fault of us. Sometimes it's the fault of the restaurants, obviously. But we're quite clear, and I'm quite clear to my team that the only product we've got is our service. You know, so we we we, we don't sell anything other than our service. So that's the only reason why people will come back, and that's the only people people continue to use us. I do believe, as I said, I, I believe we've raised the bar when it comes to. To customer contacts and customer queries, and and um, you know we've we've sent over to restaurants and, and businesses over the last six years. I think we've sent over forty million pounds, wow. which you know that figure is just frighteningly big, and, and we're really proud of that. And um, that's 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 what we've done. That's what we're it's really a huge achievement. A huge achievement. Yeah, thank you. Thank Do you, you ever kind of switch off? I try to, but it's it's. I just live and breathe the monkey. Um, that's that's the way it is. I'm obviously a lot of business people who you spoke to, David. They'll probably tell you the same as well. Um, but no, I, I do I do tend to. Um, I play a little bit of golf. Um, when I'm on a golf course, I it feels as if no one can get in touch with me, which is which is nice. So that's a couple of hours. Um, I love my team football, so I, I watch the football. I can switch off then. But when I wake up in the morning. I just love getting stuck in. You know, there's 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 always something to do. There's always some progress to make, um, and you know, there's you, my aim is just to just to lighten the load on your to do list each day, and, and and that that works for me. I think you touched on it a, a bit earlier on, but what's that one business lesson that you wish you'd learned sooner? Well, there's a lot of mistakes made. You're going to make mistakes. It, it's I would say. The lesson would be to just how it sounds to, to minimise those mistakes and you know and and move forward. So not to be shocked basically by 
the shock of business because there's always something that's going to come at you every day. It could be something that you're not expecting. I mean, half the time that my day doesn't consist of what I think it's going to consist of, which is the same for yourself and a lot of people. Um, and, you know, try, try, and I love the cliche, but try to enjoy the journey because that's, you know, there isn't an actual end game here. So you've got to enjoy the journey, I think. You, there's no end for this. This, this isn't going to end. And so enjoy it. And, and to be honest, I'm, I am really proud and, and you know, I want to keep going and, and, and push, push the boundaries further and, and see where Hungry Monkey can, can take us. Speaking of which, what's next for Hungry Monkey? Um, a few things in the pipeline. We've got um, a new app update coming. Loads of nice little features and gadgets to, to work on on the app. We, we're going to be able to give a micro donation to any charity really. So at the end of the order, um, you'll be able to maybe give five pence or ten pence because we believe, you know, there's so many people using our app, thousands of people use the app. We, if we can just generate four or five pence from, from each user, um, we think that can make a big difference. So that's, that's definitely something that I'm really excited about. And the good thing about it is we don't have to stick to one charity. So we can change the charity week by week or month by month. So we want everyone to get a little bit of a share of it. And we're really excited about that. So we're working with a UK company who are building this into our app. And um, that's really exciting us. We've also got um, a pay at table system. I don't know whether you may have seen it, but so through the same software we've got, we, we've currently, um, I've currently set up another business called QJump and it's a pay at table services. A lot of people might have seen it in airports and in Weatherspoons in the UK. Um, so it is using the same software. So it is a spin-off of, of Hungry Monkey and we've currently got it in the arena. I don't know whether you've seen it, David, on the tables in the arena. So you can order your drinks at the table. You can pay via Apple Pay and Google Pay. And Costa Coffee have just taken on in Casemate Square as well. So we're quite excited about that. So that is just another arm of, of Hungry Monkey. And it finds a solution. Q's just, I just, I just don't like Q's. Q's are just pretty You're British though. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So Q's should be a thing of the past, I think. And, and using the technology in the right way, we, we, can, we can make that work. So we've actually just used it at the Gibraltar Fair recently. Um, so... Um, one of the food vendors there used it and everyone stayed in their seat and the food was delivered to their table. So it worked very successfully there. So we're hoping to push that again to, to the restaurants um, and to the bars across Gibraltar. Some great, uh, interesting innovations as well. Um, so yeah, good luck. Okay, thanks very much, David. And thanks for your time today, Matt. No problem. Thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So there you have it. Thanks to this week's guest, Matt Caldwell, and to you for listening. Hit like or subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks once again to the Gibraltar International Bank for sponsoring this initiative, to the GFSB team and Matthew Davies for the sound. Thanks for listening and see you soon.